Okay, here we go. It's great to have you in. We are absolutely packed today, as we are every day, Monday and Friday, 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock Eastern, here on the Landry Football Podcast Network. It is Guido's Gridiron Blitz. I'm Mike Guido here with you. Matt Catarazzolo, my partner in crime here, uh, joins me every Friday. Matt, it's, as always, great to have you here. That sounds pretty enthusiastic. I am Thank very you. excited. Doesn't, that doesn't sound forced at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, gun to my head. Um, plenty of stuff to go over today. Uh, in about a half an hour or so, uh, we'll do a little bit of a quarterback matchmaking. There's a lot of movement with quarterbacks uh, going on in the offseason. I think there's going to be even more. I expect Deshaun Watson to get traded at some point in the next few weeks or something along those lines. Um, so we're going to try and predict who the week one starting quarterback will be for every team next season. So we'll try to predict that in about a half hour. We'll cover J.J. Watt. Carson Wentz gets traded to the Indianapolis Colts. Um, we're going to discuss all of that today. But first, I do want to remind you that Guido's Gridiron Blitz is sponsored by American Betting Experts, one of the largest licensed sports and casino vendors in the United States. What we've done is we've teamed together to provide special gaming offers to all Landry football followers and podcast listeners. So here's what you do. Go to our website, LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page. It'll be right there. You'll see it. Pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state, it's BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, PointsBet. You've heard of them. Uh, you sign up, and then you instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. Let me repeat that. $100 to $1,000 in an account deposit match or a risk-free bet. It's that easy. Again, go to LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page and get in on the action with a special offer from American betting experts. That is American betting experts. Okay, Matt. Um, so this is the big news of the week. Um, and I'm, I can't express how happy I am that this trade actually happened because not only do I, because I'm much higher on Carson Wentz than everybody else is. And I'm happy that he doesn't play for the Eagles anymore. So that's part of it. But the other part of it is, is that I genuinely think this is going to solve the Carson Wentz issue. So Carson Wentz gets traded to the Indianapolis Colts in exchange for, and this is an unbelievable package, a 2021 third round pick and a 2022 conditional second round pick. So you essentially, the Eagles essentially traded Carson Wentz for a third-round draft pick and potentially a second. I am going to say this, and I'm sure I'm going to cover it even more on Monday. This is going to go down as one of the worst trades of all time in NFL history. I think Carson Wentz is going to be a changed player, and the Eagles are going to be an absolute mess for at least the next five seasons. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think most people saw this coming. Uh, you know, they, they connected the dots between the Frank Wright connection and reuniting him with Carson Wentz in Indianapolis. I feel like it made too much sense for it not to happen. 
I didn't think that the package would look like this. Chris Ballard is a magician and is solidifying himself as one of the best GMs in the NFL today. Uh, but this was good. I, I, I liked seeing, I, I like Carson Wentz, even as a giant fan, I, I, I enjoy seeing Carson Wentz. I like seeing talent. I don't like seeing talent wasted. When Patrick Mahomes burst onto the scene in 2018 with that, un- with that unbelievable season and said, okay, I'm here now. I'm going to be the guy in the AFC. I started thinking, who's going to be the guy in the NFC that's going to you know, compete with this guy? And the first person I thought of was Carson Wentz. Similar skill set, freak athlete, great arm, good mobility on a good right. team. I thought that they were going to be kind of the mirror images of each other in opposite conferences. Mahomes obviously is better than Carson Wentz, but you know, in terms of just competition, I thought that Carson Wentz would be the one to give Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs the Chiefs a run for their money. It's now, the super duper talent. Yeah, and and that's something you can't teach, and that's something uh, that has kept my confidence in Carson Wentz steady. Uh, even despite him having a down year, not even a down year, having a downright bad year last year and an even right. worse 2018. So uh, listen, my only fear for Carson Wentz landing in Indianapolis is the possibility that the the narrative of Frank Reich's relationship to Carson Wentz's success is a little bit overstated. Now, I don't know. I don't know if there's really any measurable metric you can come up with that correlates directly to Frank Reich's coaching to Carson Wentz's success. There's only so much coaching can do. Right. Having said that, if Frank Reich really was a huge factor in that 2017 season when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, when Carson Wentz looked like a bona fide MVP candidate until he went down in week 13, then that's good. That's a really good thing for the for the Colts, and that should give Colts fans and Carson Wentz doubters way more confidence in this trade. But on the other side, if Frank Reich, if, if just the mere fact that Frank Reich was on the coaching staff as the OC in Philadelphia in 2017, and Wentz also just so happened to be there, I don't know if people are are making too much of their relationship, if they're putting too much faith or confidence in Frank Reich. Uh, I don't know. We'll just have to see. But I, I, I agree. I think Frank Reich is a great coach. He's Indianapolis is a formidable team. They have great talent, a lot of young talent. So I think inserting a quarterback that has an MVP ceiling, getting him to play to his full potential on that team is their missing piece to get them where they want to go. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, look, I, I don't think that there would be a rational person out there that wouldn't like this trade for the Colts, right? Like it just, it makes so much sense. It doesn't kill you as far as the cap is concerned because last year, and I, I think you and I would agree, the Colts have a pretty good roster, right? Like they're, they're pretty balanced across the field. They were paying the quarterback position alone $41 million last year. Right. Jacoby Brissett was making whatever, 16 million or something like that. And Philip Rivers was making 50, like 25. So they were paying the quarterback position like 41 million bucks last year or something along those lines. And even though Carson Wentz's contract, there are a lot of people that don't necessarily love that deal. But I would say a lot of people don't. I mean, he's making 32 million, uh, 32 million bucks. You're getting a $9 million discount on a guy that's definitely going to be your starting quarterback all year next year. So I think that this is a, without a doubt, a phenomenal move for Indianapolis. And I don't think that that's a surprise to anybody. Um, 
I just I find it so interesting because I I get that he had a bad year last year, but you brought up the 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 talent that Wentz has, right? I was I saw this I don't know what it was I think it was on Instagram or something like that, it, by ESPN or Sports Center or something somebody posted it I don't remember, but it was literally just like a highlight reel of. Carson Wentz and I just like I, I can't comprehend in my brain how people think that this guy sucks like I, I just I don't get it yes, like I understand that talent doesn't make everything you need to produce also I get that but it isn't like the production is completely non-existent and there are certain throws that Carson Wentz makes that I'm not sure anybody else in the league can like, I know exactly. I know exactly the video you're talking about, and I remember seeing a clip that I remember watching live and saying, "Oh, wow, this sucks that this guy is in the NFC." That are different, Matt. I you, mean, crazy. You remember that one play against Washington when the pocket was collapsing and it looked like there were three guys on top of it. And he somehow gets out of it and shoots up the middle for like a 20 yard gain. Right. I remember watching that live. Incredible. I mean, like, it, 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 those are things you can't teach. No, they're not, and it's not like it's ancient history. I mean, two years ago, this was two seasons ago. Like this is not, you know, we're not talking about Tom Brady 10 years ago. We're talking about literally a season or two ago when Carson, like when we were raving about how talented and awesome Carson Wentz was like, you were so, this is amazing because the Eagles, I think are a perfect representation of how quickly the NFL tides turn, Mm -hmm. right? Like uh, two seasons ago, we were talking about what great direction the Eagles have, right? What a future they have with it. They got quarterback, right? They got a good coach, right? Doug Peterson. They've got defensive play. Like they had just gotten like Malik Jackson and they signed Michael Bennett. And like, like they had all of this talent, right? They got Alshon Jeffrey and D, uh, Deshaun Jackson was back. We were like, man, oh man. They like they, they didn't even have my, they, didn't, they didn't even have Miles Sanders yet. They didn't have Miles Sanders yet, but they had one of the best offensive lines in the league, right? Like, they figured it out. We were like, man, Howie Roseman is a great GM and everything like that. Today, on February 19th of 2021, we are almost certain that they're going to be last place in the NFC East and last place in the NFC East for a considerable amount of time. You know, another thing thing about this trade that just made it so bonkers is that not only did they give it up for a third-round pick, Essentially a third round pick and then a, and then the conditional second round. But the Eagles are going to eat $33.8 million in dead cap after this trade. It's the highest cap hit of any player in the league. That's not, that's, the, the Eagles have, have done exactly, have exemplified how not to handle a situation like this. Oh my God. Oh my they, God. Wrote, they wrote the book on mishandling a quarterback situation so horrendously. Yeah, I think sports journalists are going to write books about this 20 years from now. Yeah. I, I, this is one of those, like, like all-time blunders. And I, I mean that. Like, the way that the Eagles botched this situation, right, botched the relationship with him, and the way they botched the trade, they couldn't even get, like, they couldn't get, Carson Wentz, in my eyes, is a quarterback that you should at least be able to get a first-round pick for. Okay, the talent alone gets you a first-round pick. The potential, the, the, the potential alone should garner at least a first-round pick. That's what I mean. You couldn't get a second 
or maybe a play, maybe even a player in return. Yeah, some sort of a player or so. They got a third. What do you? Okay, maybe if if you hit on a guy in the third round, okay, maybe you get a, you know, like a rotational pass rusher or a slot yeah. corner or something. Like, okay, cool. I just I. It's it, it it feels it just felt like Howie Roseman got on the phone with Chris Ballard. And he says, uh, Ballard says, listen, we'll give you a third and a, and a, we'll give you a third and a conditional second. Roseman goes, you know what? Fine. Done. Just listen to the first offer to get Wentz out of the building to be done and over with this situation. Because it's been, it's been lingering since, you know, since the, the regular season. So I, this was, I think this was, this was a, a great move by Indianapolis, but just a, an absolute horrendous move by Philadelphia. Okay. So Indianapolis last year was 11 and 5, right? They were they were the 7 seed in the playoffs. The, A- the AFC was really really good last year. Mm-hmm. Um Philip Rivers as Indianapolis's starting quarterback was 11 and 5. He completed 68% of his throws, threw for over 4100 yards, 24 touchdowns and 11 interceptions. And he had a quarterback rating of 97 flat. Yeah, didn't have a bad year. No, he did not have a bad year. As, as an immobile, as an immobile aging quarterback who is now retired. Correct. That's a great offensive line. They have a. I think, and you and I agree on this. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to be ridiculous in this league. That offensive line with Taylor's talent is a match made in heaven. Is it's a match made in heaven? I think he's going to be incredible. Wide receiver. I love. I love Michael Pittman, and I think. You're still getting somewhat production out of T.Y. Hilton. Zach Pascal's established himself as a nice receiver, at least a little bit. And I actually, and I think they're going to draft a receiver or two in the draft, also just to pile on. You imagine uh, if they? Could you imagine if they draft like Rashad Bateman? How crazy scary that offense could be. Yeah, right, exactly, exactly. So, I, it's definitely a good situation. But I, let me uh, let me throw this out for people that haven't really that I bet haven't really thought about this. The Colts went 11 and five with Phillip rivers with that stat line. Do you think that Carson Wentz is not capable of that? Like the bottom line, do you like Carson Wentz? All he has to do is pretty much be that. And I think Carson Wentz is less turnover prone than Phillip rivers is notoriously, right? Like Phillip rivers turns the ball over so much, so much Carson Wentz. This was, uh, and again, this was a bad, bad season for him, but I mean, he's only had double digit turnovers in, or I I should say interceptions in his rookie year. And then this year it was seven, seven, seven. Like he, he doesn't notoriously turn the ball over. So I, I mean, I think it's just on Monday. I said that the, the, Colts needed a needed to find a way to get Carson Wentz. They needed Carson. It wasn't that they wanted Carson Wentz. They needed Carson Wentz because the upside is higher. And the other part is, is who's your other option? Like if you didn't get Carson Wentz, who is going to be your quarterback this year? So I, I just there isn't. An, I don't think there is enough ways to to say how good of a trade this is for the for Indianapolis and how bad it is for Philadelphia. Philadelphia is now rolling with Jalen Hurts. They just said that they, they're going to try and bring in some competition mm-hmm. for Jalen Hurts. I don't think that they're going to draft a guy in the first round, but they could draft a guy in the second again. Maybe they grab Kyle Trask or somebody along those lines. Uh, 
or maybe they sign somebody. Maybe they bring in Marcus Mariota or Mitch yeah. Trubisky or something like they'll bring in somebody like that to 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 uh to challenge Jalen Hurts. And to be honest with you, like it, I'm not even sure if that's the move to do because if you're Philly, don't you have to at least somewhat? You gotta have you gotta make sure Jalen Hurts works. You benched Carson, and especially if Carson Wentz kills it in Indy, he, you benched Carson Wentz for Jalen Hurts, who ended up completing 52% of his throws. And then they benched Jalen Hurts for Nate Sudfeld when they were competing for a division title in the last week of the regular season. So what does that say about their confidence in Jalen Hurts? I, I don't think they have any idea what they're doing. And here's mm-hmm. the, And that's not me saying that they're being dumb. Like, that's not me taking a shot. I genuinely think that they don't know what to do in the front office. It's a rudder. They're they're a rudderless ship right now. They are from what it seems. Who do you think wins the division next year? Can I be honest? Without question, it should be the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys have the best roster by far in that. I I agree. I bring Dak back. I agree with that. I agree with that. They, I think they will end up signing Dak. Yeah, I think I, I think it's inevitable. I just think, yeah. But Dallas needs needs to improve on defense because they're not going to win. They're not going to win anything with the defense that they had last year, which was abysmal. Okay, well, I, I think they're going to go heavy defense in the draft, and I think yeah, I, I I agree with that, and I think it it depends on what you know, it depends on what the Giants do in the first round if they bolster the offense somehow. Uh, Washington holds, I think, the 19th pick right now. Yeah, uh, the Giants have 11, and Dallas has 10. So you know, these first round selections, you know, barring what they do, is going to determine, I think, a lot. The giant, the Giants had a pretty stout defense last year. They was, were just yeah. They were just stale and slow on offense. So if they draft a dynamic weapon like Jalen Waddle or Kyle Pitts, that could bolster some offensive production. They get Saquon Barkley healthy back next year. Uh, we'll see what Washington does at the quarterback position. And then Dak, uh, Dak will be back healthy next year. With And then they have, you know, they'll, they'll get a first-round selection that they'll probably use on defense. So besides Philly, all three other NFC East teams are going to improve at least a little bit. Yeah, so, I can imagine, yeah. So, you know, with the horrible dumpster fire of a division we saw last year, I think it's going to improve, not drastically, but it'll improve at least a little bit uh, next season. So, honestly, I think I think the, that division will be fairly competitive uh, come come September. I really do think, and and we're pro- we're going to touch on this a little bit later too when we when we do matchmaker, but I, I genuinely feel that Washington is due for regression. I just. Them not knowing who their quarterback is, like th- right now, the likelihood is that Taylor Heineke is going to be their quarterback, and he had a an outstanding playoff game against Tampa Bay, and that's you know something to be said, and that's a great accomplishment for him. But is he going to put it together for sixteen straight weeks? Like right. I, I don't know. I, Alex Smith, when he was playing with Washington was not playing good football. Great story, but he wasn't playing good football. And it wasn't, I don't think we should have expected him to play good football. We just love to see him on the field. There's a rumor that they're entertaining Cam Newton. He's terrible. Like, it's just, I, I don't know. They hold the 19th pick in the draft. They're not getting a top-tier quarterback prospect in there that's going to change the franchise. It just, 
I, I think they're due for regret. Ron Rivera has done an amazing job. That defense is stout. It really, that's one of the most intimidating front sevens in the entire NFL is in Washington. But offensively, they're a dumpster fire. Yeah. Like, the outside of Terry McLaurin, they almost have no offensive talent, right? Logan Thomas was okay at tight end last year at the end of the year. Antonio, Antonio Gibson was a nice surprise, though. You're right. You're, Antonio Gibson was okay. But again, these are all, you know, you're rolling the dice with a lot of these guys. Yeah, and especially if you don't have a quarterback, then it's a lot of it's harder for those guys to look good. So yeah, I don't um, think any I don't think anybody expected Dwayne Haskins to flame out the way that he did, uh, and Heineke is certainly not the long term answer. So you know we'll see. Uh, his playoff performance has earned him a contract. So you know maybe he earns another one. We'll see. But yeah, they're due. Dwayne Haskins gets another shot somewhere. Well, I mean, he was picked up by Pittsburgh, and if there's anyone that's good, it's uh, oh, you know. True. Yeah, I forgot about that. If there's good at, if there's any team out there that can straighten out someone personality wise, that it's a stable organization and there's no organization in football more stable than Pittsburgh. So you know, I, we'll see. I'm not a Dwayne Haskins fan, but I, we'll see what happens. Didn't you they, want him so badly? I did. I did when, want him so badly. Yeah. What well, do? Uh, it, I guess the Giants were right, though, right? I mean, if it's between Dwayne Haskins, it's, that's and- still that's still up in the air. It's still up. At least Daniel Jones is, you know, at least Daniel Jones is a, is a boy scout. You know, he's a model citizen. So, right. Uh, it, know, was, you, it was, it was when the Giants drafted Daniel Jones, I was like, he is exactly like, he is like the younger clone of Eli Manning. It's like, he just like, yeah, the, uh, the sort of subtle awkwardness that he had. I mean, even when he got drafted, you were just like, oh my God, like he's just a doofy. I remember they, they, they drafted him. They drafted him on my 21st birthday. And I remember thinking like, okay. What a terrible gift. They, if they, if, listen, if they drafted another Eli has a career like Eli did fine. Sign me up. 10,000 well, 10, consecutive snaps, two Super Bowls. If he reaches that ceiling, that's a good, that's a good draft pick. Well, you've got, you got three first round picks on your birthday that day. Mm-hmm. And one of them is already a bust. And one of them's in jail. So, well, no, I was talking about DeAndre Baker. I thought that was the that, oh, that was, was the bust. one that was. Yeah, DeAndre Baker was the bust. But Dexter Lawrence looks like he's okay. Dexter and Lawrence is 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 nice. That we have they have a nice they have a nice defensive line. I'm not ready to give up on Daniel Jones. I like the head on his shoulders. I do. Yeah, I, I like I, Daniel I, Jones. Yeah, and I and I listen, he right now confidently is the second best quarterback in the NFC East right now. Yeah, and I think uh, he's been through two offensive systems, two you know head coaches in his first two years. So, I mean, I, I like what Joe Judge has done. I think he instills a lot of confidence in Giants fans. So, you know, if he can get that offense rolling and see what he can do there and take Daniel Jones to the next level, I mean, maybe we don't have to start looking for a quarterback anytime soon. But like I said, only time will tell. All right, let's talk about J.J. Watt. Before we do this matchmaker thing, let's talk about J.J. Watt. Rumor is, is that he's looking at Cleveland. Rumor has it that he's got mutual interest with Buffalo. Uh, at the end of the day, it, he's a free agent. Nobody's got to trade for him. Where does J.J. Watt end up? Okay, so let's see. So J.J. Watt is... 32? 31. He'll be 32 next month. So, I mean, listen, he's not 38. He can still. He's still a productive... He's still a productive. He's a bona fide Hall of Famer. Sure. What teams should look like? What teams should look at when they, if they consider signing JJ Watt, 
is more of his influence and intangibles than actual production on the field. We all know what he's capable of when he when he's fully healthy. But if you get him on a young roster, like, like a Buffalo, mm-hmm. if you get him on a young roster, a nice a veteran presence, a, a bona fide Hall of Famer, one of the greatest you know, defensive ends of all time in a locker room, you know, that's going to do a lot for, for the young guys in terms of inspiration and confidence and things like that. He can really hold a locker room together. I mean, listen, he's been a part of what is now probably the most dysfunctional organization in the NFL for his entire career. Yeah. You know, he's seen it all. He's seen them trade superstars. He's seen them now completely. He's seen a disgruntled franchise quarterback want nothing to do with the organization anymore. You know, the firing of a head coach and just, you know, a complete mess down in Houston. Yeah. So he's been through pretty much everything organization wise that a a player can endure. Right. So if he goes to a stable organization, if he goes to a good organization, a win now roster, if he goes to a Cleveland, if he goes to a Green Bay, if he goes to a Buffalo, you know, I think there are a lot of organizations and a lot of teams that could benefit from him in multiple ways. Like I said, with with on the field talent and, you know, his leadership uh, abilities. So I think JJ, any team that signs JJ Watt for the right price, because again, he's, he's going to be 32 next month. You know, he's he's had he's been injury prone in the past. So uh, approach it with caution, but I think it would it would obviously benefit a lot of teams to to at least consider it. Yeah, I said on Monday that I think that thirty one teams should be interested in JJ Watt. Who's the last team that shouldn't be? Houston, right? But like thirty one teams should be interested in JJ Watt because right. I think that if you can get them for a fair price, right? Like obviously we can't. You know, I'm not going to try to predict how much money he's going to make because it's just, you know, you have no idea. There might be a team out there that says, all right, here's, you know, 14 million bucks. Or there might be a team that says, "Okay, we're only going to offer you three. Yeah. You know, so I think that there's a wide spectrum there and it depends on length and all that, you know, yada, yada. But just from a pure leadership locker room perspective. He's one of the most valuable players in the NFL. Okay. Like, I think that he can change the culture of an entire defense on day one. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 so a teams that like teams like Seattle should be all over him. Okay. Teams like Dallas should be all over him. Okay. Uh, the, the Cleveland's of the world, like literally should be all over trying to get JJ Watt. Um, and again, it, it depends on the on the price tag of them. I get that, but the intangibles, like you brought up, are the things that make him valuable. Because uh, honestly, I have no idea what I'm getting from him on the field. I have no idea. Okay, as a 32 year old guy, he had five sacks last year, right? I don't know if he's going to give me double digit sacks anymore. I just don't. Can he give me six or seven? Yeah, probably. Can he be a disruptive run defender? Yes, he. I'm sure he can be. Okay, you're not buying the production with J.J. Watt in my eyes. The more important thing is, is you want that guy in your building. Okay, yeah. you want the person in your building. You want the ambassador for your city. Like, it, there's so many things that you're buying into J.J. Watt. He's obviously a Hall of Famer. He's going to go down as one of the best defensive linemen of all time. You just... I, I think it makes way too much sense for 
literally every team in the NFL, with the exception of Houston, to be interested in him. Yeah, since, two, since 2015, he's only had double-digit sacks once. So yeah. He had, he had 60, 16 in 2018, 4-19, and 5 this past year. Yeah, so, so he said, right, that run between 2012 and 2015 – you're going to be hard pressed to find a better defensive player, a better, a better four year run in NFL history. Yeah. Right. 20 and a half sacks, 10 and a half sacks, 17 and a half, 17 and a half, like really, really hard. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm with you. I, I think that that's something that uh, every team should be interested in. Where do you think he goes? If I had to put money on it, yeah. Well, like we said, he's he's going to be thirty-two. He's been injured a ton. I can't imagine he plays for too much longer. I mean, I give him four or five more years max in the NFL. So he's never won a ring. Has he ever? Has he ever? He's never even been to a conference championship game. So. You know, he's going to want to go somewhere where they can win, where they can really go. So, you know, yeah, maybe Seattle's a good option. Uh, Cleveland finally won a playoff game this year. Green Bay, I think, is another really interesting destination for him. Um, I, I, I I will say this. I think he ends up in the NFC. I think he switches conferences. I don't know what team, but I do think he ends up in the NFC. So no Buffalo, no Pittsburgh. No Buffalo. No. I don't think he goes to Cleveland. I think he'll end up either in Seattle, Green Bay, one of those teams. Green Bay makes a lot of sense. I would love to see that. Green Bay makes a lot of sense. He's from Wisconsin, mm-hmm. right? Like, grew up a Packer fan. Yeah. Like, he's, it makes a lot of sense for Green Bay. Makes a I, lot of sense for Green Bay. It, it would be heartwarming if that were the case. Yeah, uh, uh, and I'd lo- and I'd love to see it. Yeah, and they could, you know, you can never have too many defensive linemen. Yeah, but uh, and and honestly, the Packers need to start making power moves. Like enough with this, like, like fifth round impact guy mm-hmm. stuff. Like make a big splash in free agency, draft a wide receiver in the first round, and. Like take the NFL by storm. Your your quarterback just won MVP. Like by a lot. Like Aaron Rodgers won MVP handsomely. Go and attack the league. Like it just feels like they're trying to do just enough just to make them compare. Yeah. Like if you have your quarterback winning MVP handsomely at thirty seven years old, you need to capitalize. You got to start doing some stuff. Uh, the the most interesting free, the most interesting rumor I think last year was that I heard that they were looking to trade for Will Fuller. It's like Will Fuller's a nice player, but I mean, come on, get get one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Some playmakers. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones might be gone next year. Aaron Jones probably will be gone next year. Aaron Jones, I think will. Yeah, I think Aaron Jones will be gone next year. So and- I mean, they still have a nice backfield with Dylan and Williams, but I mean, it's Devonte Adams and then. You know, Valdez Scantling and 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 Alan Lazard are they're they're nice complimentary pieces, but I mean, yeah, like, you could have drafted tight end who I guess had a career year this year, but not you know you the guys in a huge like Robert Tanyan, like snubbed for a Pro Bowl had ten touchdowns. I don't know, man. I'm just I've been on that train for a while. Like, Couldn't if you're the Packers, make a power move for once. Yeah. 
Go get JJ Watt. Go get go get go go get Allen Robinson. Oh man, would that be man? Would that be Adams and like Kenny Galladay or so? Like like, geez, man, I I just ah boy. All right. Uh, Before we move on, don't forget to take advantage of our special gaming offers from American betting experts. Go to LandryFootball.com. This LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad located in the upper right side of the page. Pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state. Sign up, instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from a hundred bucks to a thousand bucks. That is a hundred bucks to a thousand bucks in an account deposit match or a risk-free bet. It's that easy. Thanks to our sponsor, American Betting Experts. That is American Betting Experts. All right, Matt. Uh, let's give this a shot. So Let's play a little bit of quarterback matchmaker. So for every team in the NFL, we have to predict who their week one starter will be at quarterback. Okay. So, uh, again, a lot of movement in the NFL. Carson Wentz just got traded. Matt Stafford got traded. Uh, This is pre-draft day, so we could always predict who drafts which quarterback and everything like that. So this should be fun. So let's get this in. Uh, let's start off in the NFC East. So let's, I want to get the obvious ones out of the way. Okay. I think the most obvious in the division is Daniel Jones, right? Daniel Jones will be the starting quarterback of the New York giants next year. Yeah. So we've got that. So the giant, I'm going to write, I'm actually going to write all this down. So the giants, have Daniel Jones. I think the second more uh, the second most obvious one is probably the Cowboys with Dak Prescott. So uh, that just seems inevitable, right? Like you and I can both agree that they're pro- more than likely they're going to bring Dak Prescott back. Yeah, I think that's whether they like confidently the, deal, yeah. the franchise tag or whatever or not, they're going to bring him back anyway because you know, yeah, there's not really much other, you know, there isn't really much more of a choice. Um, okay. The Philadelphia Eagles and the Washington football team, um, you know, Washington, I think is the more difficult of the two. Um, what do you think the Eagles do? Do you think that Jalen hurts is their week one starter or do you think that they go somewhere else? Yeah, I think Jalen hurts will be their week one starting quarterback. That doesn't mean that they won't bring another one on the roster, whether it's through the draft or they make a trade or they sign someone in free agency, I think. But no matter what, I think Hurts will be the starting quarterback on day one of next year. Yeah, I agree. Because, uh, look, you drafted him in the second round next year, uh, last year. You got to give him a shot, right? Like, that's you you don't draft quarterbacks in the first or second round if you're not going to give them a shot at 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 a job. Right. So I think for that alone, they'll do it. And, again, they're trying to not look stupid. They they benched Carson Wentz for the guy. Like they gotta make him look good a little bit. So um I agree. So Daniel Jones for the Giants, Dak Prescott for the Dallas Cowboys, Jalen Hurts for the Eagles, the Washington football team. This is a toughie. This is a toughie. And we could always go back to this. So if you want, we can just move forward. We can put Washington on a list. Of teams that yeah let's let's se- let's separate the ones that could change after draft day. Okay, so 
The NFC North, the Packers are going to go with Aaron Rodgers, obviously. So Aaron Rodgers for the Packers. The Minnesota Vikings are going to have Kirk Cousins. Um, I would imagine that the Detroit Lions are going to have Jared Goff, right? Yeah. So the Lions will have Jared Goff. Um, what are we thinking for the Chicago Bears? Are we putting them off to the side? I would put them off to the side because I guarantee there's going to be a change in the quarterback position come next year. Okay. Because tr- they're not going to bring back Trubisky. So uh, right now, my prediction would probably be Nick Foles, but it's not a guarantee. So yeah. put them off to the side now. All right. The NFC South, the Buccaneers are going to have Tom Brady. That's an obvious one. Um, the Atlanta Falcons are probably like they might draft a quarterback, but I think Matt Ryan is going to be their week one starter still next year. Mm-hmm. So Matt Ryan will be with the Falcons. You got the New Orleans Saints and the Carolina Panthers in this division. Um, what do you think happens here? The Saints, I believe, are going to start Taysom Hill. You Wow, really? I think they, yeah, I, I, I think day one next year, they'll start Taysom Hill. I think what they're going to do next season is kind of rotate him and Jameis throughout the year, uh, kind of not have, you know, one starting quarterback. I think they might, they might even evaluate it like week to week. They might do it matchup based. So they they draft a guy. They could another team that could see what, what pick do they, what pick overall? They, high. they got like 28 or something like that. Don't they? something like that. It's towards, I know it's, it's, I know it's towards the end of the first round. So they hold, they hold the 20, yeah, they, they hold the 28th pick. So even if they do look to get quarterback, it's probably not going to be one of the, you know, one of the coveted oh, ones. Yeah. Sure. So yeah, uh, I think it's a, a, a rotational kind of carousel system of, of Taysom Hill and James Winston is going to be their situation, at least for a good part of next year. Okay. So, and then maybe they end up being pretty bad and get a high pick next year and draft a quarterback. So, okay. So what are we doing? So are we, so for the saints, are we putting Taysom Hill down? They can be one of those unsure teams because they, they can make right. another, they can make another move. So yeah, you know, in the, in the side, like the, the other teams that we're putting off to the side, just put questionable. So those would be the questionable teams that we're not absolutely certain on. Okay. So that'll make it easier. So far, Washington, Chicago, the saints and Carolina, are in need of a quarterback or right? up in the air. Yeah. Or at least up in the air for a quarterback. Uh, the NFC West, I think is pretty much solved. The Seahawks are going to have Russell Wilson. Um, the Arizona Cardinals are going to have Kyler Murray. The Rams obviously just traded for Matthew Stafford. So they're going to have Stafford at quarterback and the 49ers. I think if healthy, I think Jim Garoppolo is going to be their guy. Am I wrong? I, like I, I, I would I'm put pretty confident in in having Jimmy G for them. To me, they're they're off to the side, in my opinion. You, wow, they're, really? In my opinion, they're off to the side. I don't, I don't, I don't okay. have. I listen. Yeah, for the sake of this conversation, I do think it's the safe, the safe bet to see that to say that he'll be the starting quarterback week one. Yeah, but I don't know if he'll be the starting quarterback week sixteen. That maybe he won't be. Maybe he won't be. Okay. So for the Buffalo Bills, let's go to the AFC East. 
Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen will be their guy. I think that for the Dolphins, I think Tua is still going to be their quarterback, at yeah. least for now. I agree. So Josh Allen, Tua Tagovailoa are, are two sure things. You got the Jets and the Patriots. Both questionable. Both uh, both absolutely questionable. Uh, both are, I think, are absolutely questionable. I'm sure. I'm not sure the Patriots know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. The Jets might have an idea of what they're doing, and we just don't know it. So uh, we'll see about that. So the Jets and the Patriots are 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 off to the side here. The AFC North, the Ravens, I think, are pretty easy. Lamar Jackson is going to be their quarterback next year. The Cleveland Browns, I think, are pretty easy. Baker Mayfield will be their quarterback. The Cincinnati Bengals, I think, is pretty easy. That's Joe Burrow. So here's the Pittsburgh Steelers now. Chances are, and again, chances are it'll be Big Ben. If Big Ben doesn't retire, I have a feeling it'll be Big Ben because if they cut him, they still have to pay him. And it's not like they have another real answer. Quarter. Like they, they brought in Dwayne Haskins. They're going to start Dwayne Haskins. Like I have no idea. I have a feeling it's going to be big Ben. What do you think? Yeah. Kind of the same thing with Philadelphia. I think it'll be Ben, but that doesn't mean that they won't bring someone else in. Okay. So, so I'll say Ben. I, I'm yeah. Okay. Right. Let's, yeah. I wouldn't say they're questionable just yet next year. Absolutely. They will be. All right, so let's throw Ben in for the Steelers. Okay, so the AFC South. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts just traded for Carson Wentz. Big story. He's their guy. Um, the Tennessee Titans are rolling with Ryan Tannehill. That's pretty easy as well. I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are pretty easy too. They're going to draft Trevor Lawrence. So mm-hmm. I'm going to put Trevor Lawrence here for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then you got the Houston Texans who absolutely questionable. I think the one thing we can be certain about though, is that it won't be Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Whether he's on the roster or not, I'm pretty confident he won't play. I right. Exactly. So it's either he's not going to play or he's going to get traded. Mm-hmm. So I I'm going to leave the Texans off to the side here. And then we got the AFC West, which I think all but one, I think is pretty certain. So the chiefs obviously with Patrick Mahomes, uh, they're safe. The Chargers with Justin Herbert. Um, they're uh, they're safe in this one. Now, I think the Raiders should be confident in Derek Carr. Do you think that Derek Carr is a sure thing for Week One for the Raiders next year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I All think right. I, I think he's one of the most unfairly scrutinized, unfairly criticized quarterbacks. Derek Carr is a great. I, Derek Carr is a great quarterback. I am a hundred percent with you. I think Derek Carr is the real deal. I really do. I think he's really good. Tough as um, nail, tough as nails, has a cannon arm. Any, t- I think, I think most teams would be lucky to have to have Derek Carr. Yeah, I, I am a hundred percent with you. Okay, that leaves us with the Denver Broncos, and we don't really know where they're going because I'm pretty sure that they don't like Drew Locke anymore. Yeah. So, uh, so here's what we have. So, Washington. The Bears, Carolina, New Orleans, the 49ers, that's five in the NFC. Okay. Then you got the Patriots, the Jets, Houston, and Denver. So that's four teams AFC. That's five teams NFC. 
That is nine teams in total that within the next 16 minutes, we have to come up with a solution to who their starting quarterback is going to be for next okay. year. All right. All right. So who is, so before we do that, who are the quarterbacks that should be starters that we haven't listed? So Deshaun Watson is not listed on a team yet. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo is not listed on a team yet. Is that it? Is that all we got? I would, you could argue Trubisky, but that's tricky. I think you could argue Trubisky also. So, oh, and um, Sam Darnold. Right. So I think that's part of it too. So let's try to nail this down a little bit. Um, I'm going to start with Carolina. The reason being is because I'm really confident that they like Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that Justin Fields is going to be a Carolina Panther now. Oh, and here's another one. Teddy Bridgewater is uh, also should be considered on that list also. And I don't know this for a fact. You, I think, is Ryan Fitzpatrick a free agent? Or is he still under contract in Miami? I believe. I believe he's a free agent, isn't he? Uh, I mean, right now, he's... Okay, so he signed... Let me see. Contract. Part of me thinks he's a free agent, Matt. Let me... Let me see this. So difficult to find. And I'm pulling it up now. He right. signed a two-year, a two-year, eleven million dollar deal. And he is. He is a free agent. Okay, so a free agent. So, thirty-eight-year-old Ryan Fitzpatrick is still on the board as well. Still a viable option. Okay, so here we go. Team, if your team needs a bridge quarterback or a backup. All right, so let me write these let me write these names down also. So you got Watson. You got Watson, Jimmy G, Trubisky. Jimmy G, Trubisky. Um Sam Darnold. Darnold and Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick, I'm going to put Teddy Bridgewater just in case. Mhm. Uh and I am also going to put Andy Dalton. Okay. Because for some reason, I think the Patriots would give him a look. If they couldn't find another option, then I think Andy Dalton, I think he could get a look somewhere. Mm -hmm. I don't think the Cowboys are going to be able to get him back as a, as a, as a backup. I just don't think it's going to happen. I would love it, but I don't think it's going to happen. So, We got to start making some predictions, Matt. Is there anything you're confident in? Is there anything that you're looking at that's that's giving you a feeling of where somebody's going to go? Okay, list the teams one more time. Okay, so you got Washington, the Bears, Carolina, New Orleans. Washington, I'm sorry, Washington, the Bears, Carolina, New Orleans, the 49ers, the Jets, New England, Houston, and Denver. 
this speaks nothing to confidence, but man, do I want Deshaun Watson to go to Denver. I really want Deshaun Watson to go to Denver too. I want Deshaun Watson in Denver so bad, but okay. So let me, let me, think. let me, let me throw this out there. You, you brought up Deshaun Watson to, Den- to Denver. Mm-hmm. Is it possible that with the issues with Von Miller, that the Broncos could use Von Miller in a package for Deshaun Watson. Maybe try to offset a little bit of money, have three or four first round picks or something like that go Houston's way. And Denver brings in their for sure starting quarterback for the foreseeable future. Because you got to keep in mind, too, the AFC West might be the best quarterback division in the NFL, mm-hmm. right? Like Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, and Derek Carr are all, in my eyes, like top 11, top 12 quarterbacks in the league. Right. So Denver needs to get a quarterback. I don't think it's stupid to to, to paint Deshaun Watson in – Denver Bronco orange. So, okay. So what? Maybe Von Miller and two first round picks. Von Miller. I would say Von Miller and probably three first round picks. Or maybe Von Miller, two first round picks and a second and a third or like something along those lines. They're going to be giving up a lot, but Von Miller's the ticket. Mm -hmm. Von Miller could be such a look. Von Miller's been hurt. He's obviously gotten into trouble. He's getting older and he costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But if he's on the field, he can still be productive. Right. And if you're a team like Houston, who, who, again, as dysfunctional as they are, I have a feeling that if even if you're trading to Sean Watson, you're going to have to eat a bad contract in order to offset it a little bit. Right. Let me ask you this. This is just moving on to another team because I, I know we're kind of running out of time. Does a New England Jimmy G reunion sound possible to you? They'd have to trade for him. They'd right. They'd have to trade for him. But I'm saying, do you think that they would do it? I don't know if it's if New England would do it. I don't know if San Francisco would do it. I don't know. San, San Francisco's completely sold on Jimmy G, though. Yeah, but what's their other option? What is San Francisco's? If I if I had to predict, they can't I think, get Deshaun Watson. Who's their other? Like, would they? Do you think that San Francisco would prefer Sam Darnold over Jimmy Garoppolo? I think San Francisco tr- is the most likely trade up candidate for a quarterback in this draft. Whether yeah, it's to, the, you really think so? Yeah, whether it's to the Jets pick, whether it's to the 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 the, the Bengals pick, because the Bengals don't need a quarterback. Okay, so, so let's let's add. Let us add because we already have Trevor Lawrence listed. Mm-hmm. But let's add Fields, Lance, and Wilson, and Wilson onto that list. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to lay a prediction on uh, on this right now. I think that Week One, the starter for the San Francisco 49ers, is going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. I think that is going to be their safe bet. Yeah, I, honestly, like Jimmy G is not bad. He's not bad. And the year before that, they went to the Super Bowl with him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think the only reason that people are questioning it is because Jimmy G's never healthy. Right. So I, I think 
right now, I feel pretty confident in Jimmy G going to San Francisco. Yeah, I, I, I agree. But as we said before, I don't think that doesn't mean someone else, they won't bring in someone else to that quarterback room, maybe to create some competition, just to have an, another safety net. I don't know. But no, you're, I, I, think that, I think that you're right on that. I think that they could bring somebody else in as competition as well. Um, so, all right, I'm going to nail that down. I'm going to nail the 49ers to Jimmy Garoppolo. I am going to – I really think that Sam Darnold is going to be the Jets quarterback next year. Do you? I do. I want to think that Robert Sala has to at least see what he looks like. Like the Jets have to be convinced that Zach Wilson or Justin Fields are better than Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure I can draw that conclusion. I'm not sure I can. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and we've talked about this in in past episodes when when Sala was hired that you don't you don't just clean house the first time you get on your first day of the job. You got to at least evaluate what you have already on the roster. So uh, yeah, I, I think. The smart move would be to keep Darnold on day one, build around him, uh, and see what they can do with that. Do I think it's what they're going to do? We'll have to wait and see. All right. So I'm going to pencil in uh, Sam Darnold to the Jets. Mm-hmm. So we got Washington, the Bears, Carolina, New Orleans, New England, Houston, and Denver. I will say, God, I, I I just have a feeling with Justin Fields and the Carolina Panthers. I like that too. I've seen I I've just, seen him mocked there a lot, so all right, I, I, you can pencil that in. Okay, so Justin Fields will go to the Carolina Panthers. Congratulations, what? Panther fans! You just drafted Justin Fields. <laughs> what you what you feel with Justin Fields to Carolina is what I feel with Mac Jones to New England. Okay, I'll buy. I don't. I, I. 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 feel like that has a. Con- they have a connection. I don't know why. I think I've seen maybe two mocks with that happening, and I'm like, it just fits. Right. It sounds. It sounds right. It just sounds like something that could happen because they have to take a quarter. They. They have to take a quarterback. They have the 15th overall pick, and all the all of the the upper echelon top tier guys are going to be gone. So if Jones is there, I think they take him. Okay. All right. I'll pencil that in. Mac Jones to the New England Patriots. Um. So we got Washington, Chicago, the Saints, uh, Houston, and Denver. Now, I'm going to put Deshaun Watson with the Denver Broncos. Okay. I, I think wish, wishful thinking, but yeah. All right. I, I like that. Deshaun Watson goes to the Denver Broncos. I think the only other really realistic trade destination for Watson is the Jets. Yeah. But. Joe Douglas likes draft picks. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I don't gonna, know. You're going to give up a ton of them for Deshaun Watson. A ton of them. And I, the Jets have a lot of money, so they could make it work. But he's going to eat a lot of that available money. And you don't have a great roster around him either. Right. So I'm going to put Deshaun Watson with the Denver Broncos. You can argue uh, that Houston has a better offensive roster than, than the Jets do. Yeah, you can. You can absolutely do that. Uh, argue that. Um, Bears. What are they doing? This is this is the one that I'm the most unsure about. They didn't get Wentz, so it's they, exactly they didn't get Wentz. They didn't get Stafford, and in our minds, they didn't get Watson. So, and they're probably not getting a quarterback. <laughs> and they're probably not getting a quarterback. So like, I mean, really, uh, like, uh, uh, 
they're not drafting one. I mean, like, so like what, like really, what are they going to do? Are they going to just roll with, with foals? So, okay. Maybe, so, maybe they bring back Trubisky out of necessity just because they have nothing else. Well, let's try to do this, Matt. Let, let's try to narrow something down. Where does Zach Wilson go? <sighs> okay. Let me, Atlanta. Uh, maybe, maybe if that's really, if we have fields to Carolina, I would, cause Atlanta's got the fourth overall could very well land there. Okay. So let's, uh, of the teams that are left, nobody's going to be able to go and get Zach Wilson unless the Texans trade for the number two pick or something. Right. right? Like nobody's going to be able to go get him. The bears are not going to be able to trade up 18 spots Yeah. or I'm sorry, 19 spots to go get Zach Wilson. It's just not going to happen. So I think Zach Wilson is off the table here. Mm-hmm. Um, Trey Lance is Trey Lance. Even if Trey Lance gets drafted somewhere, is he starting week one? I've always viewed him as a raw prospect. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Denver, Denver was a team I thought could that trade could up for, they could, they could trade, they could easily trade from nine to five trade with Cincinnati maybe to get up yeah. to draft Trey Lance. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I could definitely see that happening. Do I think it will? I don't know. Maybe, but that's something I could definitely see happening. Cause Trey Lance is another guy that is, you're right. A very raw prospect, but has a super high ceiling. So that's someone that teams could, could take a look at. All right. I'm going to put Taysom Hill with the saints. I think that's safe. I think that's safe for now. At least I think that's safe. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington, the Bears and Houston. That's what we've got left. We have not talked about Washington almost at all. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, is Taylor Heineke gonna be their quarterback? Probably week one. Yeah, probably. Taylor Heineke goes to Washington. That's not exciting, but no, not at all. But so Taylor Heineke goes to Washington. You got the Bears and you got the Texans. At this point, I'm willing to say Nick Foles for the Bears. I'm willing to say Drew Locke for Houston. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Drew Locke for Houston because that would be part of the Watson trade. Okay, so there we go. So here's what we got. To close out the show, Daniel Jones, Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts, and Taylor Heineke in the NFC East. The North, Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff for the Lions, Nick Foles for the Bears. Um, NFC South, Brady for the Bucks. Matt Ryan for the Falcons, Justin Fields for the Carolina Panthers, Taysom Hill for the Saints, uh, NFC West, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Matt Stafford, and Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, AFC, Josh Allen, Tua, Sam Darnold for the Jets, Mac Jones out of Alabama for the Patriots. AFC North as it is now, Lamar Jackson, Baker, Joe Burrow, and Big Ben. AFC South, Carson Wentz, Ryan Tannehill, Trevor Lawrence, obviously, for the Jags. Drew Locke for the Texans. And then the AFC West, the Chiefs with Mahomes. Herbert for the Chargers. uh, Derek Carr for the Raiders. And Deshaun Watson for the Denver Broncos. I like that. That was fun. That's good. That's good. I I, I think that would be a very interesting season if those those happened. If at least some of them happened. Yes, I agree. I would like to see a lot of those. All right, we're out of here.